Have you used Ableton Live on stage for years and you're ready to teach other people how to do exactly what you're doing? One of the first questions you're gonna have is, how much should I charge for this? In today's episode of Behind the Spacebar, I wanna share a couple tips and tricks that will help you decide how much you should charge for Ableton Live consulting and training. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Spacebar. This is the podcast that helps you learn how to perform on stage with Ableton Live. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I'm so glad you're here. Consider subscribing and rating and reviewing the podcast. Wait to the end and go, yeah, it's worth the rating or maybe it's not, but I think you're gonna think it's worth it, particularly today's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, so glad you're here. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to today's episode. And if you're on YouTube, consider subscribing and enabling the bell icon. So um, in my story of using Ableton Live, I really started using Ableton Live on my own to record, to create music. And then when I was in college, I started using Ableton Live with my band uh, for backing tracks and to supplement for missing musicians. Uh, and then towards the end of my college career, uh, I had a teacher that said, hey, you're really good at this. You're really good at teaching. Why don't you create a business, uh, creating products for Ableton Live for people using Ableton Live and then teaching people how to use Ableton Live. So that was 2008 when uh, I graduated college and started my very first consulting and training business, teaching people how to use Ableton Live. Uh, I could tell you from the time I started teaching to where I am today in 2023, uh, and I'm not good at math, so you tell me how many years that is, uh, the price, the cost that I charge for consulting and training has gone up substantially. And I get this question often from friends that again, have used Ableton Live for a while and they go, hey, I want a side gig, uh, side note, uh, for our first episode of Behind the Space Bar this year, 2023, I shared a couple side gigs and side hustles for musicians. If you're interested in that, make sure you check that out. It's one of my favorite episodes. I honestly don't know. I'm recording this pretty close to after I release it. I don't know if you guys will enjoy it, if you'll dig that content, but I loved it. Um, but I get questions from a lot of my friends that, again, want to add consulting training with Ableton Live as a side gig. Uh, and one of the most often ones they ask is, well, how much should I charge? You know, what do you charge? How much should I charge? And I'll say the rate I charge for consulting and training is a lot different than the rate that someone just getting started uh, would charge. And so I want to share a couple tips and tricks and walk you through a bit of my journey and things I've learned, and then wrap up with some tips and tricks if you're just getting started with this, that um, you can follow some of my process, some things I wish I had done. I'll share those at the end so that you can follow a process that will help you get up and running. Now, number one, um, how do you decide how much you should charge? Uh, number one, it's however much you and the market can bear. And that's a phrase I hear often, you know, when you talk about capitalism or you talk about setting pricing for, you know, I read a lot of owning my own business. I read a lot of books about pricing and, um, and, and creating businesses and being an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, creator economy. And people always go, how much should I price my, my course? How much should I price this? And often people say, well, how much can the market bear? And that basically means, well, you know, kind of what is everyone else charging? And we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, what value are you bringing? And, and what's the highest price that you can price something um, uh, to, uh, to, to like get the most out of that? Like if you say, hey, I'm just brand new to Ableton Live. Um, I just started using it a couple months ago. I found some success. I'm going to show you how to be as successful as I am. And you can hire me for only $5,000 a day uh, to teach you how to do that. I think most people are gonna go, uh, buddy, you're just brand new to this. I'm not paying you $5,000 a day to learn how to do this. Now, if you were to talk to someone who was out on the road with your favorite artist, and you knew they were running playback and you knew that they set up that rig for that artist, and you knew that uh, you wanted to do exactly what that artist did and you had the money, 
you know, $5,000 a day is very high price, but maybe that's something you consider paying based on what you get. Uh, you can't overprice it. But um, uh, something I've learned is, again, if you're still trying to figure out what that is, and we'll talk about, uh, you know, take this step a little further, is you can ask, hey, is this in your budget? You know, um, I think it was gonna charge uh, $100 per song to format. Um, is that in your budget? No, okay. And then you can adapt from there. And we'll talk about communicating and that being a big part of this here in a second. Uh, but you don't wanna charge too much. But um, you want to think about, particularly for you, what it's, um, I'm about to get to step two in a second, uh, point two, so I'm trying to hold off on that. But you want to think about for you, what's a good price that you can bear. Something that's not too low to where you're like able to pay your bills, but something that's not too high that they just feel like you're nickel and diming them, that you're, you're um, uh, you know, uh, pricing them out. You know, you, you want to pick a, a price that's just right. And there's no necessarily standard for that, but there's some tips we'll talk about here in a second that will help you get close to that. Number two, um, what's it worth to you? Here's what I mean by that. Uh, is consulting and training your main thing or is it something uh, you know you only want to do occasionally? And if it's your main thing, you can't price it to where it's so high that you know of, of people that reach out, only 10% of them take you up on that offer. If it's your main thing, you may want to consider bringing your price down a little bit so that you get more consistent work. Um, now there's two kind of, you know, models. Seth Godin talks a lot about like a freelancer and how they improve their, their skill and how they make more. But for folks that I know that just do consulting and training, um, full time with Ableton Live, they typically are charging less than what I'm charging. Um, and I'll tell you in a, in a moment, if you want to, I'll tell you what I charge for consulting and one-on-one -on -one sessions here in just a moment. You can find some of that. Uh, if you click some links in this description to book a one-on-one -on -one session with me. Um, but I'm able to charge more than most people one because of my experience, uh, because of my teaching ability, my style, but then also because it's not something I do all the time. If I did it all the time and this was something that I hope to have repeat customers, I think the price is a little too high. Um, but if you want someone to come in and, and you know, take, uh, make the most of the time that you have with them, you want me to come in and spend time with your organization, with your band to get you uh, set and running, uh, and this is going to be like a one-time thing, then the investment is, is worth it. But if you're doing this full-time, and, and again, you want repeat customers, you uh, want to do this pretty often, then you may want to consider pricing uh, your offering a little, um, not lower so that, you know, you're lower than everyone else, but you want to consider pricing it in a way that you go, yeah, um, you know, if I do one of these, it's it's pretty good money. But if I do two or three of these, it's really good money, if that makes sense, right? Because if you stay super high, you're not going to get people as often. And, uh, and you know, when you get that money, it's great, but it's so infrequent that it doesn't work out. Hopefully that makes sense. Number three, um, what's the going rate? You know, what, what are most people that are doing this charging? And I have people reach out to me and ask me all the time, hey, what do you charge for this? And I tell them, but then I say, but you got to keep in mind, one, my experience, I'm an Ableton Live certified trainer. I run a website that teaches people to do this. I've been doing this for uh, since 2008. That's what I mentioned, whatever the math is, 2008 uh, to two, 2023 at the time of recording this. Uh, but I also don't teach like, you know, specifically one-on-one -on -one or go travel um, very often. So I price it pretty high. If you want me to come out and spend time with you, uh, it's going to be pretty expensive. Um, so I tell people the price, but then I say for you, if you want to do it more frequently, um, you know, I know your skill level, I know your experience level, maybe something around this range, or here's what I know most of my friends charge, or here's where I started. Um, so um, again, I think once you figure out that rate and ask people, and most people are, are cool about this. I remember um, uh, being asked to do a gig one time and I called a buddy of mine and I said, listen, this is a gig that I want to do. 
uh, I think it would be really fun. But here's kind of my price. If I go in and, and teach an organization, a band, how to use Ableton Live, this is what I charge. I don't really want to charge less than that. And I think that's maybe outside of their budget. You know, what do you charge? And he told me what he charged. And I was uh, a little over that. But I just thought, you know, what? I'm going to throw it out. And if they say no, that's that's perfectly fine. And they ended up saying no, this particular gig. And that was fine. It was great. Um, but I, I had a sense of what the market could bear. I had a sense of the, the normal going rate. And I decided just to kind of live a little above that. Again, because number two, for me, I was able to do that because I'm doing it infrequently. Uh, another point here is don't sell yourself short. I remember when I was first getting started with this, um, and this is maybe going to sound contradictory to something I'm going to say in a moment, but uh, but bear with me. I promise it'll make sense. But when I first got started, um, you know, we all deal with imposter syndrome and this idea of I, I'm, I'm not the, re the real deal. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Gosh darn it, people like me. Um, you, you struggle with that idea of like, you know, I'm charging $200 an hour is, gosh, is it really worth it? But then if you stop and think and go, well, man, yeah, I'm charging $200 an hour, but man, I've been doing this for a really long time. I have all these testimonials from people that say, you should hire this person to do this because um, they saved me so much time. People are willing to spend money if you'll save them time and you'll save them the embarrassment of things breaking or not working on stage. It's worth it. Right? So don't sell yourself short. You've got a unique skill set. I always joke, uh, it's like the Liam Neeson thing from Take It, Taken. You've got a specific set of skills. Uh, make that phone call. Let people know, man, I got a specific set of skills. Um, and, and don't sell yourself short. Right? If you've been doing this for a while, if you've got skills, if you've got a proven track record, bump your price up. Like, Don't be afraid to, to be at the market rate. Don't be afraid to be at what other people are charging. Um, don't sell yourself short. Number four, Clarify price versus expectations. Uh, again, when you reach out to people, don't be afraid to say, hey, is this in your budget? This is what I normally do. And I've worked with people before where I go, hey, here's my day rate. And again, I'll tell you that in a moment. Um, here's my day rate. Um, is that in your budget? And they go, ah, well, it's close, but here's what we budgeted. And then I have the opportunity to go, yeah, I, man, I wish I could do it. I just can't. Uh, or I've had opportunities where I go, you know what, I like working with these people. Um, I'm going to make a couple hundred less than I normally would to go do this because I want to serve these people. I like working with these people. They're good people. Um, I mean, that could be a whole different point in and of itself. But uh, so I did the gig for a little less than I normally would just because, again, I liked working with those people. Um, but if you're just getting started, here's something you can do. Again, I say don't sell yourself short. But if you're just getting started, you could say someone reaches out, go, hey, listen, uh, I charge $50 an hour to come out and do this. I want to let you know, though, I'm just getting started with this, and, and I have hopes of doing this professionally. I have hopes of doing more of this. Um, and so I, I just want you to know, you know, I'm going to come out, and uh, I'm going to show you what I do. I hope that works for you. You know, does 50 feel good? And maybe they go, yeah, that's great. I really appreciate your honesty. Or maybe you go, listen, my goal is to get to 50, but um, I, I want to just have a starting rate for 25 an hour for you. And then if this works well and you like it, I just want you to know in six months, our next session and three sessions, whatever, I'm going to then slowly bump that up, right? Um, just clarify the price versus expectations, right? Number five, again, one of the most important things, and Seth Godin always talks about, 
as a freelancer, in order to, to make more money, you kind of have two options. You decide to become and build a team and an agency and you oversee people doing the work, which is, uh, in my mind, a miserable existence. I like to do the work, not oversee the work being done. But that's a possibility because you can scale and you can have a lot more clients. Or you say, I'm going to raise my price. I'm going to get better clients and I'm going to do less work, but I'm going to do better work uh, and I'm going to uh, charge more for fewer clients, right? Um, however you do this, number five, communicate changes. And, uh, I remember not too long ago, um, a freelancer I work with quite often reached out and said, Hey, uh, you know, inflation, that's everyone's favorite word. I, I just love hearing about inflation, but he said, you know, it's getting uh, more expensive with things. Um, I'm getting busier with work. And so uh, I would like to raise my price to this. Like I'm willing to let's finish this month at the current rate. But then if you're fine with it, I would like to raise the price to this. And I told him, I said, listen, just go ahead and raise the price. That's fine. Go ahead and raise the price for the work you already did for this month. And let me pay you at that rate for that work. I was perfectly fine with that because it was communicated to me. The absolute worst thing you can do is say, um, hey, yeah, you know, I'd love to start at 25 an hour and then suddenly go, yeah, I know we just did four sessions. Now it's 50. So I'm going to bill you 50 for each of those. Um, that's when people go, man, I didn't get my money's worth. This used to be 25. Now it's 50. But if you can communicate those changes, people will catch the vision. They'll understand, man, you're just trying to hustle like everybody else. You're, you're, you're trying to provide for yourself, provide for your family. Give me a little time to process that and go, is it worth it? Is it not? I mean, the flip side of that is my friend that raised his prices. He lost some clients, but he got the better clients. He kept the better clients and he actually got some better clients at that new rate that he wouldn't have got at the lower rate because he showed that he brought more value by having a higher price. So um, again, communicate those changes, whatever they are. Now, here in just a second, I want to share uh, two things. One, uh, a couple tips and tricks I have for getting started. Then I'll share my specific rates of what I charge for consulting and training. Um, and again, uh, you know, see that in the lens of experience and what I've done. Um, I'll share that in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to ask if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, do me a favor, please subscribe to the show. Uh, consider leaving a rating and review. Uh, if you like this content and you think of someone else that you think would like it as well, just send them a text, send them this episode, send them previous episodes, send them the show and go, hey, think you would really like this. That just really helps to get the word out there. I think we'll hit, pretty sure we'll hit 100 episodes this year, which I'm super excited about. And one thing that really helps with particularly getting the numbers up is just word of mouth and you subscribing and leaving ratings and reviews. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, consider hitting the subscribe button, enable the bell icon, and post a brand new episode of Behind the Space Bar every Monday. It goes live 10 a.m. Central. You can watch, you can listen to me, you can leave comments, which is a really cool community. I like the community. I like seeing uh, familiar faces, similar names pop up every week. So those of you that watch every week, thanks for watching. Um, but do me a favor. If you've watched a few times, just go ahead and hit subscribe. Costs you nothing. Uh, and, and hit the bell icon so you see when those new episodes go live. Okay, um, let's talk about my rate and what I charge and what you get for that. And then we'll talk about uh, just getting started. So let's talk about one-on-ones. And I do one-on-one sessions remotely now. So um, uh, every client that I work with, it's it's uh, the, I do one-on-one stuff is going to be remote with the rare exception of in-person stuff. If I'm going to be in that area or if we work out like a travel agreement, just because it's a lot easier. You know, I've got a great setup here. Uh, it's really easy to do. So if you hire me for a one-on-one -on -one session, it's $500 an hour. Now that's a super high price. I get a couple of those a month. Um, it depends on the month. It depends on the time of the year, what people are trying to do, the 
the, uh, the needs that they have. But uh, I communicate very clearly up front. When you do a session with me, one, you're, you're getting a session with someone who has since 2008, whatever that is, um, you know, truthfully since 2004 when I started using Ableton on stage, uh, years of experience. You get someone that's an Ableton Live certified trainer. Uh, you get someone that runs a company dedicated to teaching people how to do this. And you get someone that has a proven track record of the things I teach are implemented by thousands of people across the world and work. In addition to that, you get an hour, it's recorded, it's over Zoom, so we can ask any questions, talk about whatever you want, and then you get access to that recording afterwards. So that's $500 an hour. And again, if I was doing that more regularly, I think I would uh, price it a little lower. In fact, it used to be like 250, I think. Um, and then I realized I'm just not doing it that often, and I provide an incredible amount of value to people, um, I'm gonna charge $500. I'm not gonna sell myself short. And I always feel like when I end a session, and I've heard this regularly from a few people, man, this was worth it. Like to get the answers to my questions, to specifically ask you a question and hear back from you, it's definitely worth it. Now, the cool thing about that, if you're from Studio Stage subscriber, uh, I didn't intend on talking about this subscription in, in, uh, in the community in this, um, this episode, but if you are, you get a one-on-one -on -one session with me for $200. So that's an amazing discount. Um, uh, that allows you to still do an hour long session with me and save $300, which is great. So that's only available to from studio to stage students. You can find that in your member only discount portion of your account. If you have any questions, shoot me an email. Um, uh, subscribers can click the support icon on the, on the site, little blue button, and I'll send you that link if you can't find it yourself. But $500 for a one-on-one -on -one session. Um, and again, that's remote, it's over Zoom. Um, and that's just kind of what I've charged, uh, I think for the past year and a half, I've kind of gotten to that rate. I also do uh, some 15 minute sessions that right now is at about 50 bucks um, uh, for 50, 15 minutes. And I'm debating if I'm gonna continue that, raise that price. Um, those are really difficult to keep to 15 minutes. And most people kind of get it, but some people are like, hey, I want you to show me how to run tracks. And I'm like, we got 15 minutes. There's not a whole lot we can talk about, but that's that rate. Um, if you hire me to program an Ableton Live set, just the standard pricing I've done for many, many years is $100 a song. And you go, well, how much does it cost to build the set? Well, how many songs is it? Five songs, 500 bucks. Um, I do this typically uh, for the most part for churches around Christmas or Easter time. And so these are like the, the bigger sets where someone who's used to building Ableton just doesn't have time. And it's just super straightforward pricing. Um, you send me the content, I build your set. Uh, I did this for someone a couple months ago that um, they normally have someone else build their set. This was a church service thing, they were out. I said, how many songs? They told me and I said, okay, I think it was four songs. I said, all right, 400 bucks. You'll get it within 24 hours. It's gonna be formatted the way I format stuff. You get your set back. So that's a little high. Um, but with that is you get my template that I use, you know, you get the content formatted in the template that I use. Uh, and for a couple of people, they've hired me one year and I've told them, I said, listen, you know, this is going to cost you, I think we did 12 songs. It's going to cost you $1,200, but you're going to get each individual song and you get the set. So I probably shouldn't tell you this from a business perspective, but that means next year you don't have to hire me because all the songs are already built. And if you just want to take the time, you know, that I saved you, you could build the next one. Like that's perfectly fine with me. Um, so that's what I charge if I'm building a set, you know, individually for people. And then uh, if I'm actually going and I'm going to be there on site to run playback, on site to teach, real straightforward price for me, a thousand dollars a day. And that is pretty expensive. Uh, that's pretty sky high. The other piece of that, if you're going to hire me to come teach your band, uh, if it's a church thing and I'm teaching your organization, it's a thousand dollars a day. And I've just learned in many, many years of doing this, we need two days. So that's $2,000 plus travel expenses, that sort of thing. Now for a playback gig, 
I don't know many people that are getting paid a thousand dollars and hired to do playback. So there's been a few where I've gone, okay, I understand a thousand's, you know, a little too high. Uh, I understand you'd have to pay travel expenses. What if we drop that down to 500 to 800, you know, again, that's for people that I enjoy working with that I, I want to try to serve, help make things work for them. Uh, I've gone and done one day training things and setups for people for a little less than that. But um, you, you kind of learn and gain the privilege of doing this after many years to go, this guy's a jerk. He's been cocky. He's been arrogant. He doesn't get back to me. I, you know, here's my price, but honestly, I don't think it's going to work. Like I'm not going to work with someone that's cocky and arrogant, even if they're going to pay me a thousand dollars. If someone's a hassle, I've just, it's not even worth it, you know? Uh, but if someone's a super kind person, I enjoy hanging out with them. Maybe they're a good friend from college or whatever. Then I'll go, okay, I could do this for a little less than, um, than a thousand dollars. Right. Uh, and that's tricky too. If you're living in Charleston, South Carolina, like I do, and you don't live in Nashville or LA, I'm not going to get picked up to go do a two week stint with someone. And I'm fine with that because I don't want to be away from my family for two weeks. So that's perfectly fine. Uh, but if you're willing to pay a thousand dollars or more, maybe we'll consider it thousand dollars a day. Maybe we'll consider, but I don't think most people are going to be doing that. Um, but that's my rates. And again, base your stuff from there. Um, if that works for you, great. If you have the experience I have fantastic. And again, most importantly, if people are willing to pay you that, then please, by all means, charge it. If you say, Hey, a thousand dollars for me to come out and set up your band for a day. And they go, Oh gosh, we have a budget of like 200 bucks. Then again, if it's people you enjoy and you like, you can go, I'll do it for 200, but the next time it would have to be 500. And the next time after that's a thousand, or you just go, yeah, sorry. You know, that's just my rate. I can't do it for that. Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that gives you a baseline, something to kind of build from, uh, to help from. And again, keep in mind, um, formatting Ableton songs, going and teaching in person for two days, uh, doing an Ableton setup like on site with your band, um, uh, you know, running playback for your band, uh, doing one-on-one -on -one things. That's not the main part of what I do. That's not my main business. So I'm able to keep prices a little higher there than if it was the main thing that I did. And, you know, again, take that uh, as, with a grain of salt. Okay. If you're just getting started, here's what I want to wrap up with. Uh, I've got, let's see, five things that I think will help. Maybe we'll add some extras in there that uh, I followed some of these. I've seen friends follow these with, with success that helped build their career and get them started. Number one, uh, this is going to be controversial. Start for free. But when you start for free, you've got to clarify expectations. Again, we talked about that earlier, clarify price versus expectation. Um, I, I see people often say that, you know, particularly for a music thing, restaurants will say, hey, uh, you know, why don't you come play at our restaurant for exposure, which is just code word for we're too cheap to uh, pay you. We don't value what you do. So come to our restaurant to provide us a service, our customers a service without us having to pay you for exposure. Now that's not helpful, that's not beneficial, unless as part of the expectation you go, great, I'll come for exposure, but then the next time I come, this is what I'm gonna charge. Then the next time after that, that's what I'm gonna charge. So start for free, but clarify expectations. So that can mean slow price increase, but I think more importantly than slow price increase, this is what it should uh, um, entail. Number two, capture testimonials. So what I mean by that is, if you're just getting started, go, hey, um, I, I would love to come help you guys use Ableton to program lights. Um, I'm just getting started with this. Uh, you know, my price when I do this and launch it, it's going to be $50 per song, $50 an hour, $50 a day, whatever it is. Hopefully not $50 a day, but you know what I mean. Whatever your price is, 
that's gonna be your price. But I'm just getting started. So what I'd love to do is I'm willing to come in and do this for free or to do it for half off. But in return, I'd, I'd love a video testimonial from you guys saying, here's the experience I had with Will. It was incredibly value, valuable. It's worth the money. It's worth the time. Here's how he benefited us and helped us. Because you'll be able to take that testimonial and then turn around and the next gig you wanna book will be a whole lot easier because people are gonna go, oh, this girl knows what she's talking about. This guy knows what he's talking about. I'm not the first customer they've ever had. So if you start for free, clarify your expectations, and I would encourage you to pair that with number two, capturing testimonials. And number three, most importantly, share those testimonials. So that again, people understand and know, hey, this person knows what they're doing. They've had success before. Um, honestly, that's something that uh, that I am trying to do better at, is like share testimonials and one-on-ones. Uh, we've got some great testimonials on the site sharing testimonials of coaching cohort success, people that have taken my uh, processes, uh, things I've taught and implemented them and had success with that. I'm even personally trying to do a better job with that than I do now. Number four, start to take on gigs. So, uh, hey, I did this thing for you for free, gave me a testimonial. Um, now I'm gonna do it for half price for a week, but then the next one, uh, you know, I'll do it a little bit more. So number four, start to take on gigs at whatever rate you've decided. But then number five, and this is the important thing, slowly raise your price. And you could say, I'm gonna do all my gigs in 2023 at this price and then raise it. You could base it on experience. I'm gonna go do my first stadium tour. I'm gonna go do uh, my first two week stint out with a band. And then the next time I go do it, it's gonna be a little more. And again, talk to the tour manager, talk to the person hiring you and say, listen, I need the experience, I need this on my resume, I'm willing to do this for a little bit cheaper, but just understand that the next time I do it, this would be the price I would charge. And you can choose then to hire me or not, but don't like be surprised if I say, I'll go out for two weeks for $2,500, but the next time it's 5,000. And they go, great. And then you do that gig, you slowly raise your price. And again, don't be afraid, because you'll lose some people, you'll gain some new people, it'll all work out in the end. So I hope that was beneficial and helpful to you. I know that's a little different than Here's how to use Ableton Live for tracks, but this is a, again a common question I get from people. How do I get started with this? How do I set my prices? Hope that was beneficial and helpful. If you have any tips and tricks that you think would help that you've learned in your years of experience and your knowledge as a master, as someone who's really good at what you do, leave a comment on YouTube, let me know. Would love to join in the discussion with you. Again, if you're watching Apple Podcasts, Spotify, do me a favor, please subscribe. Leave a rating review if you're watching on YouTube. Just It's free. Hit subscribe, enable the bell icon so you don't miss a new episode of Behind the Space Bar every single week, every Monday, 10 a.m. Central. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Most of all, thanks to the community. Thanks for being you. I uh, uh, hope you realize you're loved. You've got a great purpose, and I'm so glad you're here. So thankful you're a part of this community. Take care, everybody. Bye.